0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all our listeners and viewers. Welcome to our second episode of Christ and Current Currents. My name is Marcy Chabet, and today we have very beautiful guests with us. I shall allow, allow them to introduce themselves. We can start with you.
1: Greetings. Um... Please, God. I am Marion Winnie, a fourth-year student here at Jomo Kenyatta University, taking a course in medical biochemistry in my last semester, and it's a very great pri- privilege to be here. Thank you.
2: Yeah, Thank you. Nice, nice, Uh Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my name is Massey Moremi. I am a, an associate, or an alumina, you can call it that, of J-Quartz. And it's such a pleasure and a lot of nostalgic uh, moments coming to me when I'm sitting here, and I'm actually very glad to be here today. So I hope to have a wonderful discussion with You too. And yeah, let's learn about the word of the Lord together. Thank you.
0: Awesome. I'm already liking the energy. I am already loving, loving the energy. Nice. So thank you very much for coming. Mm -hmm. Today we are going to discuss on secularism and Christianity. I hope we are anxious and ready for this this conversation. I'm excited for it. So we shall just deep dive into it. Uh So first of all, I think I will just ask us to define what secularism means to us. Mm -hmm. What is secularism? We can start with you. Merci.
2: Ah, okay. So you know, when growing up, mm-hmm. uh, the only time I heard about the word secular was those songs that those you song don't that sing in hard. church. You know, <laughs> uh, those songs. You know, those songs. Says so like, ah, you know, stop listening to secular songs. Mm-hmm. Those are secular songs. Yeah. But I never really uh, understood what secular meant. Mm-hmm. I knew it's just not of God. Of God. Um, those things outside church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those things are secular. Yeah. Actually. Uh, it was not very far from the truth because mm-hmm. the word secular in itself means something without religion yeah. uh, out of religion and how the church actually in the in, in history defined secular mm-hmm. was outside church outside the holy realm It defined secular as the people outside there, the other yeah. world do you see the way the Bible talks of the world the as people who are not of God. Yeah. So in church history, people would actually define secular as... The world. The world that would okay. sit there. But now that when you come to the word secularism, mm-hmm. the word ism mm-hmm. in itself uh, defines uh, a worldview. Mm-hmm. A worldview, it's a system of mm-hmm. Uh Somebody who actually has, somebody who has built values mm-hmm. in secularism mm-hmm. in itself. So... Uh, in simple terms, I would say to me mm-hmm. what secularism uh, means is it's it's a worldview or a way of life mm-hmm. that is devoid of God, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. denies God, that God is not there yeah. at all. That's how I can simply uh, define secularism. I don't know what, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> My definition is not far far off Long
1: from her. Uh-huh. Um, Similarly drawing up, also, also the only thing I would attribute to secularism was to be secular secular years ago. And secular would make itself music that is sung, music that is projected by people who out of the day would be <laughs> <laughs> just because those songs they don't have the word God in them, uh, gospel you know. Jesus. Or mm-hmm. people in those songs are not well dressed. Yeah. yeah, and the yeah. language also. So mm-hmm. that is that is what will define the secularism. secularism then. But then yeah. I, I didn't really understand uh-huh. secularism. Uh-huh. What I knew was secularism. Uh-huh. And know that you have a whole other concept
2: mm-hmm. of
1: secularism, as Marcia said. Yeah. Now, the easier we need. That right. Time. It looks like a book. Or something yeah. <laughs> another concept. It's like a course, a yeah. trivium, yeah. so you study that worldly aspect of things.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but
1: as Masia said, it's it, it, it's a concept where people grow into finding uh, meaning in life, the word of God, mm-hmm. meaning of life outside Christ and the world, mm-hmm. and all that. And as she said, it is um how we link with it. It is a concept that. uh, that that really really it, it, it what makes one think of of what, surgeon? So, okay, it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes one, it it makes one actually a practical atheist. That's oh, what I was mean, looking mean, for. It is basically so... living atheism, giving yeah. out atheism. Okay. okay. You want to convince your mind that because it's science so... has said <sighs> we breathe oxygen. There is no way that God would bring out oxygen. Like yeah. oxygen has been there since time immemorial, okay. so there is no way you can attribute that yeah, to God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. That is, that is nice. Thank yeah. you. We have
0: been on a very, very high note.
2: I'm telling you, uh-huh. definition. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I think uh, having known what secularism, having defined secularism, mm. I would like us to rate. On a scale of one to ten mm-hmm. that is always the next slide after <laughs> this on a scale of one to ten mm. what what do you think how much do you think um secularism is in the world between like if you compare it especially with christianity secularism to christianity
2: mm. on a
0: scale of one to ten how would you rate the extent of
1: secularism in the world mm. Married, uh, and, <laughs> and, and and say with uh, with um the what the inception of technology, mm-hmm. and the technology is gaining a lot of attention nowadays. With also Generation Z and mm-hmm. we and all that secularism. Uh, a rate of one to ten, okay. and see at seven point five. Okay,
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. Yes. Oh, I I I don't know. Uh, it's a bit hard uh-huh. to rate because they are Christians. Mm-hmm. And then there are people who have, who know about Christianity or who have known about the gospel yeah. and have denied it. Mm-hmm. These are the secularist people, yes. and they are pagans—people uh-huh. who do not know about God. You know the unreached communities, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So, truth be told, human being um, in our true nature, our sinful nature, mm-hmm. we deny God. Mm-hmm. In our default setting, we do not want uh, anything of God. Mm-hmm. So, we'll say most of the human race, or rather most people in the world would actually deny God, apart from those that the Lord have decided to know, uh, save and bring to himself. But truth be told, uh, I'm not sure of the statistics, but definitely a huge uh, number or a huge percentage of people, based on the fact that as human beings we are sinful and we don't want God and we deny God, uh, it definitely has its roots deep in, but for the sake of rating, you know? yeah, seven point five eight will do. Will do, okay. Yeah, and okay. Of, we also need to to acknowledge that the Lord has saved a few. Yeah. There's yeah. some remnants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's, we have some remnants, some remnants in the in the, in the in the yeah in the in the country and in the world in general, yeah. But truth be told, man denies God yeah. default in default state. So yeah. Eight, mm, eight. Let me take it to eight. That is an eighty <laughs> percent, is an A. That is an a fa- that's a first class. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs>
0: yeah. So um, I think I would also now drawing from that a bit about the worldly, sec- the, the secularism in the world, and mm. like us to now move into church. Mm. What would you rate the extent of secularism within church, within the Christian community, within the bubble of how much? Uh.
2: I'll talk about the church and a bit about the church outside Kenya or rather globally. Mm-hmm. Um, in Kenya right now, um, the fact that we have already defined secularism mm-hmm. as a, a way of living or a system of thoughts that mm-hmm. denies God, mm-hmm. and people who actually su- subscribe such thoughts, they mm-hmm. live their lives without God. Mm-hmm. And what we are seeing in our churches today is tendencies or, or, or leniencies of people in the church or members members in the church or even the leadership in the church mm. making the church a bit less about god in order to attract mm. people you see you will find uh, places where people are told come as you are ah. we accept you you know god loves you the way you are you just come and when they come they do not preach the gospel they do not tell them about their fallenness. They do not emphasize on how God is a holy God mm-hmm. and he hates sinners mm-hmm. and how those who sin against God, the wrath of God is upon them. Mm-hmm. But they emphasize on you, just come. We have good music. <laughs> wow. We are that church. You know, uh, I was talking to somebody last week who's not born again mm-hmm. and she was telling me how she's looking for a church, Uh-huh. Uh, but she's in, she's not into the spiritual thingy. She just wants a church that has vibe. Wow. You get a church that has a good community, a church that, a church that gives. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Gen Z, we know it's when giving. I say it's giving. <laughs> it's giving. <laughs> you know what I mean when I say it's giving. A church yeah. that gives. And that is a church that does not show God. Like God has been put in like a corner somewhere and then all these other things have been magnified. Yeah. And I think that is the extent of secularism that is coming to our churches, especially in Kenya. People will go to a church not because of their sound teaching, mm. but because of their good music. good music. People will go to a church because they have a lot of young people yeah. and, you well, know, you can always get there. someone <laughs> there. And, and people are dressing nicely and people want to be associated with people yeah. who are, you know, progressive. Yeah. People who are on the front line of uh-huh. development. Yeah. Connection. You know, so connection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know those, sometimes those who are, 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 are those Christians, mm they're seen as people who are backward, you know. Uh, they exactly. are not as trendy and so on and so forth. So, And it's very sad to see this happening, even in the leadership. The leadership is endorsing such activities more than preaching the gospel yeah, to these people. Mm-hmm. So that is the extent of secularism in mm-hmm. Kenya right now. And it's very saddening mm-hmm. uh, to see this happening in our churches. And outside Kenya and globally, especially in the West, what is mm-hmm. happening is that These secular churches actually exist. I read an article in the Gospel Coalition They're talking about the secular church Mm. in the West. That There are people who are actually meeting, Mm -hmm. having fellowship, having somebody who is speaking, and after that they have coffee, donuts, and everything, and so on and so forth. But there's nothing about God. They just want that community. community. They just want to feel that they are part of some people. And... If we do not take care, mm-hmm. the rate at which the Kenyan church is, the the church, the church in Kenya is going, uh, is you know allowing people to just come and yeah. putting God on the on the it's sidelines, lightness. this is going to lead us to where the church in the West yeah. is. Imagine just people just meeting together in the name of community, community. and God is not there, yeah. and they call themselves a secular church. The mm-hmm. so word church in itself, <laughs> it, it's, it's all person. about God. the body of Christ, Christ. Yeah. and so on and so forth. So yeah. I think it's 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 a very saddening thing. I would say it's a very saddening thing. And I think I think
0: it to add on to that. I think there's something that is going on in our churches right now about wanting to be politically correct, yeah. wanting to be we're not judging. You, yeah, there you've said just come as you are. It's okay. Yes, yes God wants you to come as you are, but it doesn't mean that you just come as you are and remain as you are. Mm-hmm. There has to be some transformation which has to come up from what is being mm-hmm. spoken to you, even mm-hmm. in church and all that. Yeah. So, mm. Marion, what's what what do you have to say for us about? Secularity even in the Yes. you wait wait you haven't treated one to ten she it is did. above
2: oh in oh, the church? Yeah, in the the
1: church. Rating, actually.
2: I mean not... these rating things uh, <laughs> a bit hard, mm-hmm. they're a bit hard, but I think it will depend on the specific church mm, okay. uh because you have a lot of sound churches uh in, in 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 Kenya right now churches that are focused on the gospel and they do not condone sin mm-hmm. and people living in sin so I said the Lord is working. The Lord is working. <laughs> okay. I'm really trying to go to that rate. I do not have the statistics, so I do okay. not want to do okay. it. I think I'll leave it as that. I do not have the statistics, okay. but it's saddening. I'll say it's saddening. Okay, okay, okay. We will go with that, Marion. So, uh, am I supposed to give the
0: rating? If you, if, you, if you have the statistics. <laughs> oh my. Or an assumption. Or an assumption, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, what, what you have observed.
1: Funny enough, exactly. the church in Kenya is very interesting. Like, if you okay. just take a course and study and maybe look around the church in Kenya, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's not so far, like, it's not far fetched compared mm-hmm. to the church in the West, uh-huh. as she was saying. It's trying to adopt yeah. things that are there to this other side. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it, by nature of being African or something, plus with the advent of technology, there is this vibe or rather pressure that mm-hmm. seeks sticks in especially in the youth mm-hmm. they want to look like them, feel like mm-hmm. them and also churches mm-hmm. and I think how I'll put secularism, even in the rating I will, I will look at it, you see the way churches in Kenya, we have churches that have really that are really grown, yeah. we have churches that have really large numbers, yeah. they pull masses if they organize people and then people are so drawn and to, to this Crowds, yeah, regardless of what the person is speaking of, regardless of what the preacher is talking about,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the for as long as I think that is the point of secularism. Mm-hmm. Like, secularism lives in a point of being in a spiritual state mm-hmm. but not wanting to be associated with God, mm-hmm. it wants to put you uh, in a mentality where you, you, uh, you have the, the vibe, you have yeah. the like, there is, you know. It's it's not solely on you. Like there yeah. is someone you're dependent on. Mm-hmm. You do not you're, you're not self-existent. Mm-hmm. You get yeah. self-sufficient or something. You know there is some energy. There is so, a uh, being somewhere. That, and that's the, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then there is this thing with Gen Z that comes with. That's why we have these things that energy. Oh, sorry. These things related with energy, yeah. like the universe. Yeah, anyway, exactly. we want to attribu- We want to attribute it to things. Around us, yeah. but we, really, we don't really want to have God in that space. As we central. forget the gospel. We forget yeah. Christ. We forget that we, as human beings, we are insufficient in ourselves, regardless of these things that we try to attribute to. We'll never feel truly mm-hmm. satisfied unless mm-hmm. we drink from the cup that never runs dry. Mm-hmm. You get? Yeah. yeah. So rating for me today, the church in Kenya. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll just go as suddenly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, actually, suddenly. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, she said something about um, these people who have some, they have found something else greater um, other than God um, to yeah, associate with, yeah. mm. uh, and you know what uh, happens in, especially in churches is that you find especially the young, uh-huh. the moment they go and interact with people, let, let's say like in the universities, mm-hmm. like in an in institution of learning, or even neighbors, or any other space where mm-hmm. young people meet people would actually bring such ideas. Yeah. Science, technology, yeah, you know, exactly. tell them, no, uh, this is what happened, the Big Bang Theory and uh-huh. so on and so forth, and there are, you know, papers that science, scientists have written mm-hmm. and there's a whole evidence that these people are, you know, are building up their argument on and so on yeah. and so forth. And what that does to this Christian, this young person huh. is that they it makes them to hide their religion, yeah, religion you see? Yeah. And that is this the goal of secularism. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, you know, you are Christian, you just remain with your Christianity. Your Christianity, yeah. Christianity does not make sense in this world. Yeah, it is yours. No. It's okay. Yeah, it's your so, so for it's them, okay. it's like, it's okay when you are it's like a privatized yeah. in, in your closet, just bring to your God. Mm-hmm. But don't come here and start telling us about how mm-hmm. the government should, you know, uh, do these things because it's morally right based yeah, on the Bible tell should. us it's morally right based on mother teresa uh, okay <laughs> yeah tell us it's morally uh right based on nature uh, you know it is not right to cut down, cut down trees because trees mother and nature and so and so, so. but yeah. it's she it, should not say we should be good stewards of god's creation yeah, um, no they do not want no that besides. that's the religion that's, that's like it's mother nature it's yeah. science yeah, the carbon footprint Oh, it's a, a, the ozone layer is, yeah. is uh, depleting. Yeah. So yeah, that's why you should not cut down trees. Uh-huh. But as a Christian, you know that this is God's creation and God gave man the mandate to take care of this creation. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we are taking care of the creation, but the secularist, or rather the secularism, what it does, the people in the church, mm-hmm. to makes them, you know, you can still take care of the creation and give it a basis that is outside, God. outside of God and that is I think that is what hap- it's happening to the young people especially in our churches right wow. now because you know these are their intellectual friends sure. in the university you are learning yeah. you find people actually who are even studying and doing thesis and uh, masters in such things yeah. in, this, in science and space and it can be very challenging yeah. and discouraging wow. to try and defend your faith and say you know what the word of God is sufficient even in explaining one, two, three, four, 5, mm-hmm. five, six. So, in the church right now, young people are becoming a bit shy about mm-hmm. their faith. Yeah. They just want to be like a conference. I mean, I draw God personally. <laughs> oh, God. So, what I, what I have just said is, I know God personally. For international guests, I will just say this I know God personally, and that <laughs> <laughs> counts. So, you see, God is inside my heart. Oh. That's, that's okay. God should not you know, be yeah. manifested at times yeah, yeah, yeah. my heart. Yeah. I think that's something as I wanted to mention of, of what is happening yeah, in the church I mean, right now, especially with know. the young people in Kenya. There's
0: someone I was actually having a conversation with and she told me that Christianity would work if you take Christ out of it. It's not possible. <laughs> and I'm just going to let you think about that as we move on to this conversation. Anyway, so another thing that I, I stumbled upon, is a what I stumbled upon, was it? It was during this week, some, something I was listening to. The word over spiritualizing- mm-hmm. now the concept the concept the context let me give context to that uh to the word the the point was you the, something happens and it has nothing to do well, it has nothing to do with God, and you bring God into it, say um we break up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, right there, yeah right yeah, there right yeah. <laughs> yeah. you break up and say, well, God told me, God uh. told me you're not you are the, the one, and not the so one So that is what over spiritualizing. Mm-hmm. what over spiritualizing was according to, according to that, yes. Ah, okay. So yeah, what what do you think about that? And I would also want to introduce another word, under spiritualizing, mm-hmm. where now we see talk about things that happen within us, and you want to take God out of it and say, you no, know, God mm-hmm. has nothing to do with this. This mm-hmm. is just. The so world crossing. working Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now, what, what, what would, what would you say about over spiritualizing or under spiritualizing? you are both looking at you, so you have to start. Yeah, it
1: has to be Interesting. Mm-hmm. See, the concept of over spiritualizing, as you say, the bad term, is, mm-hmm. is is one umbrella of things. You can mm-hmm. see it in many ways. Mm-hmm. For instance, if you allude to, um, how will I put it? No, let us start with that one, with the example that you've given for the, the breaking bre- up. The word says, the Bible tells us the things of the spirit can only be discerned spiritually, and the things of the flesh can be discerned by the flesh. There is no point in life, and there is no way, the moment you believed in Christ, the moment you received Christ, there is no point in time you were to function without Christ. In you, because you d- you die to self as a believer. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, you die to self, and Christ lives in you, right? Mm-hmm. So there is no even in your decision making, and in what you do, there is no point in there. There is no moment in in time that you come and say, "Now here, as as an individual, I'm supposed to make this decision," mm-hmm. and God is not involved. If if you you come to such a point in life, if you come to such a moment in life, then it means you've stopped believing. You are actually thinking you're independent, you can do it on your own, you're solving it. it. But then there is also this part of um, having it as doing things Mm -hmm. carnally, like Uh in in a carnally way Uh But trying to put God, God in things yeah. that indeed God does not exist. You yourself, from the <laughs> very beginning, your heart was not right with God. Mm-hmm. But then now you're trying to put, put it God exactly okay. to okay, put okay, God where God is not so. there. God was not there, honestly. Mm-hmm. For from where, as we even look at your heart, yeah. it's not right with God. So yeah, there is a, there is that concept of that, and then there is this other part of, and it I think it's also alluded to. Mm-hmm. Have you ever to transformation? No, there is transformation, Mm -hmm. and there is also this concept, uh, this bit of um, having people cast out demons. People fear to go to such churches because they fear that there, there is that over spiritualization. Yeah, Mm
2: -hmm. I, I think I have a question. There is, there is under, there is over, and there is this optimal you know, spiritual, is, uh, spiritual. What is this? What is this? Spiritual. What is this spiritual? There's like, okay, yeah, you are perfect. That's perfect. That's, yeah. that's wonderful spiritualization. Because mm-hmm. I understand there is, the concept say yeah. I, I, an unbeliever, you know, yeah. you have not, you are not working with the Lord. Yeah. And then you break up and then you come and say, the Lord has spoken to me to who? <laughs> Which God? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see? Uh, and the, and then this over spiritualization, i d I'd want to ask who is asking? who, who is saying you are over spiritualizing? Yeah. And on what what is the scale? Yeah. What is the scale? What is the extent? Yeah. What is the line? Yeah. Where's the line mm-hmm. like, oops, you are over. You're, over. You're, over you're, come back. Yeah, here you, <laughs> this is, this is, fast, now this is nobody. this is optimum spiritualization. Yeah. You are a good Christian. Mm-hmm. Good Christian. What I would say is this. Everything that we do, as 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 as, as she has said, everything that we do and everything that we are should be from God, should be of God. You see, there is no more moment in life is like, oops, some God, you stay here, and then I carry on with my life. When you're a Christian, as you said, your old self is dead, you're dead. You're no longer your own. Christ lives in you. Mm. So in all the aspects of your life, God should be seen. And you know, that's the goal of secularization, removing God from from your life. You see, when I break up with you, or when I break up with someone, I have definitely sat down and I have my reasons. Yeah. You see, they might be logical, they might be, oh, we do not understand each other well and so on and so forth. There might be other things. I feel like you are not here and so on and so forth. We should be able to give that such reasons. And if the Lord has spoken to you, you you, you, you will know. You know. As you are not there. we were not there. We were not <laughs> there when the Lord is speaking yeah. to you. We do not know how the Lord spoke to you. If yeah. he spoke to you through the word or your prayer, praying, the Lord said say, this is the way my son, <laughs> what <working> he needs. <laughs> We do not know, but the question will be: Is it in accordance to the word when you sit down with this young yeah. lady or this young one? Because that's the whole topic yeah. for another day. Yeah. The same way you actually took your time to yeah. ask that person out and decided to commit to them, they, they, as you are breaking up with them, is it in line with the scriptures? Are we seeing your conduct uh, being justified by what is in the scripture? Is it in line with how Christians should actually conduct themselves? Yeah. So I think we should always go back to the word. Mm-hmm when we are trying you know to 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 measure whether it's over or under or, or okay. optimum level yeah so just go back to the word and and see what does the word say about how we should conduct ourselves yeah. in such and such in such and such a manner yeah. should i do this should i not do this yeah. and when you do something from the word you're able to know that is what the word of god says yeah. and this is not what the word of god says it's it's that there's a two way about it things are two yeah. <laughs> Only two options. Uh, It's either you are doing or you are walking according to the word of God, or you are not. Over uh, under. Actually, there's no no part of the
1: Bible where we have a measurement of spirituality. Mm. Because the moment you're a believer, there is a there is a way you're supposed to walk in. You just don't. You don't measure how to what extent you're supposed to walk in the conduct God has told you to, mm. the word requests us to, and even the word, we are commanded in the word to walk in a certain manner. Yeah. There is no level that you're told, you should, when you reach this point, you see your faith is going to this direction. Yeah. Stop. That's, There's yeah. no point yeah. like that. You get yeah.
2: uh, There are no giants in yeah. in the faith. You know, we are all working as the Lord is enabling us to. Yeah, there are no, there are no, anymore. You are over-spiritual. spiritual. Yeah, actually, that concept breeds, it's a foundation of so many things. You too. know, this prosperity preaching and yeah. the man of God syndrome, yeah. because he's over-spiritual, he's at yeah. a certain level yeah. Yeah. where you're not. Of course, I agree that you get to grow in our yeah. Christian lives and so on and so forth. But yeah, that is a bit of digressing yeah. from the over-spirituality that you're actually bringing on, on the table is, I'd say it's it's the World or the secular world response mm. to telling us keep your faith to yourself. Yes. 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 Uh, and you know what? Our faith is, 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 is evident enough. Or rather, the word of God is capable mm. of explaining things that are actually in the world. It's yeah. capable of explaining science, it is True. capable of explaining all these other things. Mm. So we should not feel like when we are in a court. Mm -hmm. or if you are a lawyer, of course you have been taught and you know how to argue out a case and so on and so forth, you should not feel like my Christian values should be put aside and then I should just uh, use lawyer language here. You are first a Christian, and as a matter of fact, you are a lawyer, you should be able to stand for justice and so on and so forth. But the ground or the foundation of your moral values is in the word of the Lord. You actually get to know that... I need to be just, you need to do the right thing from where? Mm. From the word of God. Yeah. I'm not saying you go to court and then you start saying according to first Corinthians chapter five verse, <laughs> this person is guilty of murder because he was angry with the brother. <laughs> was like, mm. And then what says that when you're angry with a brother you he have murder that yes. <laughs> judge take this person to court. Um. No, 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 that's what you're talking about. You're talking about your faith informing everything that yeah. you do, even your, your, your thinking. Yeah. And it is capable. The Word yeah. of God is capable to give us everything that we need for this yeah. life, everything. So we should not feel like we should, you know, shy away from using the, 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 what we have learned from the Word to argue out things in the world. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you. That is very
2: insightful.
0: <laughs> insightful. Yeah, they think it's, it's true the way you've talked about the over spirituality and the under spiritual. That is that, a very, very thin <laughs> like A very thin. What? What? Mm. What are you? What is the point? Yeah, what, what is the scale to use? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. But anyway, thank, thank you for that. That is very
1: insightful. I am enjoying this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so, so, I also think that as she she'll say secularism does not really it does not narrate the word of God yeah. what it does is twist out yeah. it does not want to see transformation yeah. we, it wants people to to be to yes they know the word of God yeah. but rather keep it to yourself, yeah, sure it yourself. Mm. Mm. thank yeah. you
0: so I think even that we have uh, after talking about all of this and thinking about how much the secularism is I, I want us to to discuss a little on what is it what is our role now even as Christians too, because mm. we are living in this world. It's not like we're yeah. not here. We are in this yeah. world yeah. and the secularism is all around us. Mm. And I'd like us to talk a little about on what is it what is our role now in curbing this, in in, in our engagements with people and our interactions with people. Mm. And uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a verse that's that talks about Christ being the sustainable fee. Mm. Is it is it uh should we now let just let go and let God <laughs> <laughs> take care of that That statement. That statement. <laughs> that statement is very very that <laughs> statement you But anyway, should we mm. you, should you let go and let God, <laughs> mm. or should you? Is there things we can do? Because I feel like we could we should have something. We should be able to do something about this. So mm. we can just have a conversation little conversation around that. Mm, yes. Uh,
1: Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay um about the the role we Christians should yeah. play in the midst of secularism yeah. and it's though it's growing around mm. the world, I think that is the time when we are supposed to stand as the remnant. uh uh-huh. mm-hmm. yep. okay, this okay. is the time where we're mm-hmm. supposed to show indeed gods serves people mm-hmm. that's our God despite of the moves that are put in place. Plus as Marcy has said, yeah. there is nothing that happens in this world that is not in the Bible. Mm. Mm. There is nothing that you can put you can attribute to that you say this is a new concept. Yeah. Actually the Bible tells us there is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing that catches God by surprise. Yeah. Everything that happens here under mm. this earth is Known to him, mm. you get. But mm. then there is this part of we should not forget that we are not alone. Mm. The moment we start thinking that we are independent, that a eh, by okay by the way, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I can start being optimistic and things can work. Uh, I can start yeah. to wake yeah. up yeah. affirmations. by yeah. am, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am the yeah. best. I, yeah. I this thing has got nothing on me. Yeah. You get mm. yeah. that. You work that that is where you place your faith on yeah. you, the things you affirmed in the morning. Yeah. What happens if they don't If they don't go the way you had
2: affirmed? Uh-huh. If things don't go as planned? Who are you to affirm? Who are, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> now let's start from there. Oh, yeah, we can't even plan for the next exactly. 30 minutes. We don't even know what you will have in the next 30 minutes. Who are we to affirm? <laughs> oh, yes, I speak. <laughs> that <laughs> job is pray. mine. Uh-huh. You better pray mm-hmm. to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: sorry. <laughs> yeah, I have no problem. Um, what was I saying? I was I was t- talking about about affirmations yeah. about the way secularism puts things, the way it has garnered roots uh-huh. to a point that we as Christians feel feel we are inferior, mm. or uh, amongst us some of us feel you're inferior, and it's it's so saddening that we have them that are young Christians, them that are. Mm that they, that Paul refers to as spiritual babes no it's actually Peter who uh-huh. calls them as babes yeah. in Christ yeah. yeah that we we have some of these people who are growing in uh-huh. faith who are, who desire to know Christ but the problem is they meet with them with energy uh-huh. you wake up in the morning you meditate Meditation. you close your eyes oh. <laughs> you 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 do yoga okay. at the end of the day you will be okay that that is how you fashion your life uh-huh. that is how you think things are but then we have a role to play and actually it's not a role per se Mm -hmm. it is how we are supposed to live it's not a role it is what is required of us as Mm -hmm. believers that for that much for that young person who is desiring to know christ let them see us and not only see us you see the bible still tells us as peter addresses the babes in christ Mm -hmm. he tells them to crave not to not to how will I put it like that the, he addresses them and tells them to crave to have that desire to be interested in these things and as they get interested in these things let them find them that are faithful them that the church itself mm-hmm. a church that is built on Christ a church that founds itself in on Christ Jesus you get mm-hmm. the foundations and you can tell a, a, a church that is of Christ by the way, you can tell a church that is built on Christ. But yes. for, mm. for you to know the word, for you to identify a church that is of Christ, you cannot you cannot know Christ apart from his yeah. word. Mm. So you have to read the word yourself. You have to equip yourself with the word mm. itself as you identify a church. Mm. And this I'm telling them that are in faith. And even them that are continuing in faith, mm. them that are existent and are in places where where secularism has taken root, yeah. places where you feel you feel here, maybe at some point, and that thought of you even going back, or rather, uh, uh, what, how will I put it? Resorting to secularism, uh that thought comes when we find ourselves in places that tribulations come all along. Yeah. We feel our faith is down mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. But take heart, dear one. Like, it, it, it's a process, it's a journey, and you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is how I'll put it. <coughs>
0: if i can mm-hmm. say something about the... When tribulations come, you want something that is here that you. Yeah. You, we I think we want control as you yeah. Know. So you meditate and, yeah. and because yeah. you can do
2: that, it's more practical. It's more practical than mm. trusting in a god that you cannot. You cannot see somewhere it, uh, outside there. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. What do you yeah. have for us? Yeah. Speaking of practical, I have a word. Okay. Pragmatism. Pragmatism. Ah. <laughs> Pragmatism. Yeah. 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 So, secularism is an umbrella. Oh is an umbrella that Uh holds a lot of philosophies. Mm -hmm. We have the pragmatisms are people who are practical. It's not bad to be practical, but remember when I said ism, when you put ism to a word, it's a philosophy, it's a way of life. I work with what is practical. The people who exist, I will not say that one, but (laughs) exist, something of sort, they believe in their existence. It is me who will be able to know, who will course out my life. Mm-hmm. It is according to how I feel. They I know I can do this, and so on and so forth. You know, I got this. Yeah. I will do this, and so on and so forth. They believe yeah. in themselves, yeah, and then the po- people who are always positive is like, you can do this. You got yourself. Yeah. Just motivate yourself when you wake up in the morning. Do when, you uh, do it. when you go to your bathroom? You have you the best you are. you have sticky notes everywhere in your room to affirm <laughs> yourself, and that's 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 your your, your philosophy in life. That's yeah. how you live. That's how you. I find myself, and it's very sad. Yeah. It's very sad. So, and then as she has said, young people, especially right now in this generation of ours, they are more exposed to these things mm-hmm. than we were. Huh? I'm, not, I'm, I'm not very young <laughs> than you we Rather than they were uh, our parents, so those who, were, yeah. who 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 gone before, who have gone before us, mm-hmm. they were not exposed to such things. The culture that you're living in right now, the generation you're living in right now, is a very dangerous time, mm-hmm. I'd say, because people are having this freedom, in quotes, mm-hmm. of thinking and living the way they want. Mm-hmm. They will think it's freedom, but it is not. Mm-hmm. It It's freedom in disguise. Because all these things, they actually tie them or rather they imprison mm-hmm. them. And you feel like, if I do not have find myself this morning, this thing will not work. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, for the Christian, you trust in God, yeah. an almighty God. Yeah. A God who you know is in control and can actually change things and can actually do things mm-hmm. that you cannot do. You accept and you and you and you and you and you, you, are, you realize and you accept that you are insufficient in yourself mm-hmm. and in yourself. In it, there is nothing you can do in yourself, mm-hmm. and you really need God to help you in this life. So we need to preach the gospel. That's what I would say. As a church, as Christians, let's preach the truth yeah. because the truth is what will actually demystify all these yeah. other worldviews that are contrary to what the truth is that are leading people astray. Yeah. Preach the truth, and it is very sad because in our churches today, pastors are preaching things that people want to hear, yeah. and in and you know as you said, there's nothing new under the sun. The Bible has talked about these things. Yeah. Timothy, as Paul was talking to Timothy and was telling them about the last days. Uh, in Second Timothy 3 verse 1 but understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty people will be lovers of self lovers of money, mm-hmm. proud, arrogant abusive, disobedient and he goes on with so many other things uh, Having the, verse 5, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power mm-hmm avoid such people, okay? Mm-hmm. We should avoid such people. We should not associate ourselves with such people. Yeah. Especially here in campus, we should not associate with such people. Mm-hmm. Do not sit with such people. Don't entertain their thoughts and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And as, as, as Sam says, you know, sitting in the seat of scope is not just, you know, I'm sitting next and to her to the and to I'm it's, going to get her. Yeah. No, yeah. it's working with them, having conversations with them, entertaining them, accepting their ideologies and everything. Avoid mm-hmm. such people. And then uh, in verse... Uh, verse 10 says, You have ever followed my teachings, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecution. Is t- talking to Timothy and telling them, You have followed all these things. He's telling him in verse 14, But as for you, continue in, in what history. you have learned mm-hmm. and have firmly believed. Mm-hmm. You know, the word family, it's not just believe. You need to have firmly believe these mm. things. Because if you do not firmly believe them, you'll be carried away yeah. by every doctrine or any, yeah. any myth that family. comes your way. Mm-hmm. Oh, science makes sense. And you know, in, in the, you're in the university. Yeah. And somebody comes with a very solid uh, with a very solid argument yeah. Yeah. on how this world came because of big one theory. Yeah. And you're not standing on the truths. I'm telling you, brother, you'll be carrying away. sister. You will go. <laughs> You will go, we will see you publishing scientific documents on how the world was not, uh, on how Christianity is just a myth and people are just building on it for no reason. So, and then he says that in verse 16, uh, in verse 14, but as for you continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you have learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ, all scripture is breathed out by God profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness Mm -hmm. that the man of God may may be complete equipped equipped for every good work. work. Let us soak Mm ourselves in the word of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Let us know this truth. And then after that, what do we do? Let our light shine. Because you know what happens is you know your word it's your, it's your God. is me in my closet. Is is seeking the Lord. You know, the Bible says that do not be like the Pharisees who pray on the yeah. street. Just go to your closet. So you just take your faith and you, you know, run and read to the closet. To no. In, it's in Matthew five thirteen It says that you are the light of the world. Uh-huh. Who lights up a, a lamp and puts it under the, the table? No, 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 no. Like a city on a hill, yeah. let your light shine. All right? Yeah. Like, and you are the salt of the earth. If you lose your saltness, you're going to be trampled over, yeah. uh, feet and so on and so forth. All right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we need to speak the truth. Yeah. And churches yeah. stop st- staying on the on 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 the, the, the grey areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are not here to make people feel nice. Yeah. You are here to preach the they truth, are, yeah. preach the word, rebuke sin, yeah. call people out of their sins. Mm-hmm. Don't. You know, just come, we love you. Yeah. God loves, yeah. but that is not the full story. God hates sin. Yeah. God is a wrathful God. It says that the wrath of God is stored up in heaven against sinfulness. Mm. So if you see, just know on your neck is hanging the wrath of God. And we should tell people this truth. You're not just telling them the Lord loves them. Mm. The Lord does not love sin. The Lord actually does not have sinners. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, those who sin and those who continue their sinfulness—they are not friends of God. They are not enemies of God. When they call to God, God does not hear them because only God—God God only hears the, the 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 voice of the righteous. And we need to really, you know, be very firm on what we believe because if we do not do that, then every other doctrine will come away and you will be lost.
0: Yeah. <coughs> Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Um, I think you have reminded me of. Um, Uh, I think there's someone I was listening to and they were talking about how when you're interacting with someone and you bring the let's say a a belief or something that you you disagree on Yes. Mm. (coughs) Sorry. and you disagree on it on the basis of your faith Mm. let me have some water first
2: (coughs) sorry Okay. sip some more <laughs> sip some more or the moment you're having a conversation with somebody and then you bring an argument yeah. based on your faith
0: Yeah, you should start first of all start by explaining faith to them first mm-hmm. and then from there is when maybe they should understand your point of view which takes you back to what you've talked about the truth and preaching the truth to people first instead of mm. just imposing every, your beliefs and what you believe in and what you disagree on on them mm. because that is that is going to be more effective even as you as you have conversations with people and as you try to preach the gospel, but mm-hmm. also we have to live out this yeah, with, with our lives as a mm. Christian. You have to live out being a Christian. yeah. And I think this is a very good way of ending our conversation. But yeah, before sure. we, we end, we can have parting shots from both of you. What is one thing that you'd
1: like people to think about even as we com- conclude the conversation?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think when we started, I said, I defined, you asked me what the definition of secularism Mm -hmm. when I told it's practical atheism. Mm -hmm. We may finish this podcast, actually. We may finish this session and just have, we would have only talked to them that are of faith. Uh-huh. And not addressed these practical atheists who are also unsure, who are on the grey area mm. of whether should I try Christ? Should I also try this? Me, I will speak to those people. I'll tell them, "Oh yeah, Jesus tells us. <coughs> Christ tells us in in he, as he, he he talks to his disciples. He said the words of Jesus in, himself in the book of John that um you are a slave to you you are a slave to what you allow to be your master." I have actually paraphrased it. And it says that he no longer calls us slaves. We are friends. That is what he tells us. He, it's a call to all of us. We, are, we All of us can share in the, in the mercy of God. All of us can share in the grace of God. Can share in being children of God. Mm. It's just a matter of your heart. You accepting that indeed you are insufficient on your own. That positivism is not a concept of the gospel that a positivism is not in Christ secularism is not in Christ that in Christ Jesus try Christ that is what I will say my parting shot will be to you who is looking for Christ to you who desires to live secularism and even just give um, uh, give the word I would rather try being a believer in as much as it's it's trying to put your foot ahead to just test the waters or something Just do it, yeah.
2: Um, what would you share with us? Um, to the Christians, live with eternity (coughs) in mind. Uh, what you do now counts for eternity. So, and even to the unbelievers, those who think because secularism is all about what counts is now. No, that is not true. We will be before the Lord, He says they are going to be judged and go to hell, or you're actually going to be with the Lord eventually. So whatever we do now counts for eternity. So in everything that you do, make sure you have eternity in mind. Yeah. Make sure that God is being glorified in your life. Mm-hmm. Then those people who are, who are around you will actually glorify your God through your actions. And for the unbelievers, all of your heart desires, all of your heart's uh, questions, they're all answered in the words. And as she has said, try Jesus. We preach the gospel to you. Uh, uh, receive Christ. Read his word and you will find peace. That which you are looking for outside Christ, it doesn't exist. You will not find it. Everything and all that there is, is found in Christ. Yeah. And parting short, as Paul finishes the book of Romans 11, and he says, from him, through him, and to him are all things made. To him be all the glory Forever thank and you. ever, Amen. There is nothing that can exist outside the Lord. So, come be in the Lord. Yeah, Amen. Thank
0: you very much. Thank you, thank you very much. This has been a very insightful conversation. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having us. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, this was really nice. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in after this far. This has been. I hope this has been edifying to you. And look out for more episodes. We have our episodes every, after every two weeks. So, look out for episodes every, on Thursdays after two weeks. All right. So, uh, also follow us on our socials and engage, in, engage with us. We, ha- I'm sure these conversations can go on and on and on. We haven't exhausted sure. everything. Um. So please do engage us in, on our socials at we'll you everywhere. And yeah, we, we look forward to listening from you. And that is all we have for us, for, for all of us today. Uh, hope to see you, to see you, hear from you again and also tune in for the next episode. Thank you very much. Bye
2: uh, bye. Thank you.